Hello, all you beautiful beings, and welcome to the show. I'm Lane Smith-Brown, and this is episode number 31 of the Unleash Your Life podcast. And we're talking about feeling your emotions today. More specifically, taking away our need to judge what we're feeling, hide what we're feeling, or deny what we're feeling. Those tendencies are a trap. And they're built on a misunderstanding that is perpetuated by a lot of teachers out there. Now, you know from listening that I'm a fan of reframing situations, but not at the expense of experiencing situations. On this particular show, I want to show you there is freedom in acknowledging all of your feelings and letting all of your feelings move through and out. If you were raised like me to push stuff down, hide it, and put a smiley face on it so that everyone outside thinks your life is perfect, this show will liberate you from a belief that is leaving you feeling trapped and stuck. This is the Unleash Your Life podcast where you're going to learn to rewild yourself. I'm your host, Lane Smith-Brown, and I'm a best-selling author and rewilding guide. And over the last 20 years, I've been guiding women back to their truest selves. You see, you were born wild with all the wisdom you will ever need to navigate your life in a beautiful and powerful way. Then, just like everyone else on the planet, you got tamed as you fell under the power and influence of others who were also tamed. All that taming you got as a kid has you convinced you are less powerful than you really are. I call all of that unconscious programming power leaks. And on this show, you're going to discover yours and then you're going to choose to plug them so you can get back to the wild, wise and powerful being that you are. So grab a coffee, glass of wine, or a favorite friend, or all three, and let's talk about what living your wild self can mean for you. I'm sitting here in my office on a big, bright, sunny day, and I just had a hell of a week. And it feels good to feel the sun on my face, both literally and figuratively. Thanks for tuning back in. And thanks for showing up and keeping showing up. I hope you grab a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and settle in for a bit. The fact that I'm sharing this with you is a testament to how far I've come in my spiritual journey. I think there are still a lot of people in my life that would consider me a fairly private person. But it comes on the heels of needing to protect myself from a very early age. I've always wondered how some people can so easily share all of themselves with people, unafraid that what they share is not going to come back and bite them on the ass at some point. The more I do my work, the less confusing that becomes. But this week, I saw that there was still this hidden little power leak that was afraid to show even myself all my cards. I know I'm not alone in this. There's a lot of people walking around holding back portions of themselves for fear that it will be judged as inappropriate in some way. And I'd be curious to find out how many of you were encouraged to feel all the feelings you had while growing up. 
Feelings were not something as easily shown or discussed or dissected when I was growing up as they are right now. I listen to people talking to little kids nowadays and helping them navigate their anger or their confusion or their disconnection and work through a process that allows the child to both feel the emotion and when they're ready, let it go. Expressing emotions that were considered negative were not something that I was encouraged to do growing up. And so I learned to be really uh, private about what I was feeling. And when I was going through pain or going through confusion, I just pushed it down. All that did for me was foster more isolation, more self-judgment, more feelings of isolation or alienation. You see, when we practice a behavior long enough, it becomes completely automatic. As soon as our subconscious understands, oh, every time she's scared, we grab that emotion and we put it in this little room over here and we lock the door so she can pretend she's not feeling this. My subconscious was programmed to do that with so many emotions and it got so proficient with it that I didn't even notice until that room got so full and it became harder and harder to keep that door shut and locked. There's a lot of judgment about certain emotions like anger. Anger can result from a lot of different experiences. Loneliness, confusion, injustice, scarcity, and disappointment, just to name a few. When we're not encouraged to feel those things, it has a tendency to make us go inside of ourselves, but not in a good way. It, it, it's a, a thing that only intensifies that anger and potentially turns it into rage. And more often than not, those feelings get directed towards ourself. And then you're left feeling defeated and unworthy. Then there's this whole other level that comes at us from teachers that are explaining that our feelings create our experience. So it's another reason to put a smiley face on feelings that you don't feel so good or feelings that make other people feel uncomfortable. There's a tremendous amount of conditioning out there from religion, culture, society, and the media to put your best face forward at all times. And I'm not pushing for airing your rage to anyone and everyone. All I'm getting at here is the value of you recognizing what you are feeling and then doing something about it. And that something is admitting your feelings and then eventually allowing it to move out. But before I go there, let me take you on a little journey through the judgment we have on many emotions like depression, alienation, anger, rage, confusion, dread, agitation. They feel to many of us as negative. Many of us long to feel happiness, clarity, peace, and connection. But what if all of the feelings we have are just that? feelings. None are good. None are bad. It is only the judgment of them that makes them good or bad. 
what if we worked from the premise that all uh, those emotions are, are information? That's it. I feel something and I have an opportunity to discover why I'm feeling that. And then I can choose to move through it. One of my favorite tools in all of this work to discovering our power leaks is the tool of interruption. But in order to do that, you need to notice what you're feeling. And in order to do that, you have to allow yourself to recognize what you're feeling without judging it as inappropriate. So I'll make this personal. For about a week, I was feeling angry. Nothing was going right. All plans seemed to fail. Everyone I was counting on seemed to disappear or misunderstand what it was I was asking them to do and doing the exact opposite of what I desired. Add to that, we've been trying to sell a piece of property for years now that just doesn't sell. It's a thousand miles away from where we currently live and it would make our lives easier if we didn't have to babysit it. The property gets all kinds of positive attention. It's beautiful and has an amazing energy. It is well-priced and it's in a great location. People come see the place and they fall in love and leave saying, we'll be putting in an offer in a couple of days. We just need to figure some stuff out. But this is the place for us. And then five days later, only when we touch base, they say they've changed their mind. No reason. They just changed their mind. Two weeks ago, my partner went out to show the property again. Three different parties came out within two days. All three were completely taken in by the space. All three said they were so excited and would put in an offer within a day or so. All three jammed out within the week. So in the past, I've allowed myself to feel a bit of disappointment, but quickly turned it around to say that it's just not their place and the right one or the right owners will come along soon. We still have a good life and maybe there's a bigger picture at play here in all of this. But this time, <laughs> I lost my shit. Three separate parties come to see the property over two days. All three have an overwhelmingly positive response. All three say out loud, you'll hear back from us with an offer. And all three change their mind. My head exploded. I was so angry. And opening that floodgate saw a rampage of feelings that took me back decades. Everything that was ever confusing or smacked of lying or deception or injustice or abandonment or disappointment came rushing at me. I dared to crack that door open and that door busted off its hinges and everything came at me in a flood. I had no idea that's what I was feeling. I thought I'd worked through all of that stuff. But it's the nature of this work that even though we get clear of a lot of our power leaks, they can still be attached to other areas without our knowledge. And when we're ready to see them, we're ready. 
I've come to the conclusion that our freedom lies in being present enough with ourselves to honor what we're feeling in the moment. Declare it in the moment and feel what we're feeling in the moment. I wasn't taught this. I'm learning this. The emotion is simply a messenger and it's got information for you. I'm hurt. I'm confused. I'm angry. I'm disappointed. I'm exhausted. I'm overwhelmed. Declare it. Feel it. Honor it. When you're ready, ask if it's attached to anything. What are you here to show me? Often, the answer is nothing. It's just an emotion. And the simple act of letting it move through you means it's not getting locked away in the dark little room anymore. That's an enormous improvement. Now, this could be ugly for the first little bit if you've not learned to express these feelings. And as you navigate to try uh, a new way of walking in the world, you know, you're going to have to go through a bit of growing pains. But know this, you are entitled to feel any way that you feel. Period. No justification, no explanation. You are entitled to feel what you're feeling. Remember, you're not in the business of judging your emotion. You're not comparing yourself to anyone else and determining that you really don't have the right to feel this compared to somebody else. You're not trying to talk yourself out of anything by saying that you misunderstood something or you're just feeling angry or feeling disappointment or feeling isolated. Whatever you're feeling, you're entitled to feel. Don't discount it. Don't make it less than it actually is. Feel it and honor it. Now, once you've done with the feeling, or once you're done feeling the feeling, you get to stand in a place of determining if you want to do something about it or let it go. Do you need to have a conversation with someone? Do you need to explore what this feeling is reminding you of and working through an old memory or an old experience? Do you need to recognize that you're simply in a habit loop or a thought loop that you just need to be aware of so you can come up with a different go-to emotion? Remember, we can get addicted to feeling shitty. That makes no sense, but the chemicals that get released into our body when we're feeling shitty, even though they are dangerous for us like heroin and cocaine, we can still form an addiction to them. And that can be difficult to break, especially when we don't understand that we're an addict. Now, I don't want to distract us here in this moment. I just want us to stay focused on admitting how we're feeling. Just stick with that for this show. Admit what you're feeling. Then do what you need to do to let it go. 
Our emotions were meant to move, but it can be our tendency to hold on to them or hide them. All I want to do in this conversation is encourage you to feel it, judge it as good, and send it on its way. Now, if you're one of those individuals that is in touch with your feelings and this whole conversation is lost on you, I really appreciate that you're still here because it might help you to understand someone in your life that is more like me in having some emotions that are harder to express. Or maybe you will have an opportunity of sharing this message with them at a future time. So I realize I just said judge it as good um, a little bit earlier. I'm just wanting to say by that that there's nothing wrong with what you're feeling. Okay, so no emotion is either good or bad. It just is. Okay, emotions are meant to be felt. So feel them. Don't push them down or pretend they don't exist. Feel them and let them go. You can mine your emotions for other information that can help you move forward in other areas of your life. And I will explore this in another show. But when you've done some practice on moving through your emotions, there is another level of exploration you can do. And that is this. When you feel the emotion, you can ask yourself, what is this about? And then ask yourself, where am I doing this? to myself. Like this. I'm angry. What am I angry about? I'm angry that people keep lying to me. Where am I lying to myself? Or I'm disappointed. Is there an area of my life where I am disappointing myself? After so many years of doing this work, this is where I taught myself to go first. And sometimes I was ready for that. But I realized now I had inadvertently trained myself to bypass the emotion to go straight to the question. And what I discovered last week, for me, this needs to be two steps sometimes. Step one, ask what am I feeling and feel it. Take as long as I need but feel the feeling. Then when I'm ready, I can ask, what's it about? Do I need to have a conversation with someone? Do I need more information? Is this just a habit, an unhealthy addiction to those shitty chemicals? Is this a signal that I am doing this behavior to myself? Am I angry at me? Am I disappointed in me? Am I feeling abandoned? by me. I've come to understand the value of learning what you're feeling and expressing it as quickly as you can. You may need to find a private place to pound the steering wheel of your car or scream into a pillow, but if you can, stay in the feeling and let it run its course. Express it. Acknowledge it. This is personal. I'm not saying yell at someone, hurt someone, run over someone. No, this is just for you. Feel it. Express it. Get it out of your body. 
Now that I've done this work for myself this week and I look back to the trigger of the people not following through on their words, well, as it relates to the property, I've done all I can. There's nothing more for me to do there. No one's having a problem with the place or the price. So the selling part of it is up to the universe, infinite intelligence, the collective consciousness, whatever forces out there that seems to have an agenda of its own that I usually appreciate more on the other side when it's all clear and less mysterious. But alas, we are still in the mystery on this one. But where I am not following through with myself, now that's a good question. Where am I not keeping my word? Where am I out of integrity? Now that I've felt the feelings and kicked judgment to the curb, now I can see the nugget of it all. And I can find places where I am not keeping my word to myself. Sometimes it's in my choices of what I eat or where I allow myself to get caught up in a project instead of taking a daily hike. Sometimes it's drinking another pot of coffee instead of grabbing a water instead. Truth is, when we don't keep our word to ourselves, we can't trust ourselves to follow through. If we can't trust ourselves to follow through, then what are we doing here? If you need practice, recognizing and feeling your emotions, just practice that. Don't try to see the bigger picture or the personal lesson. Practice the feeling and practice not judging it and practice letting it move out and away. Punch a pillow, scream into a pillow, throw a pillow, whatever it takes to get it out of your body and then give yourself a pat on the back. You just did a really powerful thing. And it's going to open you up to all kinds of good things in the future. This is good pain. Because this kind of pain leads to healing. You can do this. It can be hard. But you can do it. And you will do it. Do it more. Um, than, than just simply survive. With enough practice, this one tool can actually lead to both resilience and thriving. That's pretty big stuff. Those are pretty important tools to take with you in your life. Resilience and a tendency to thrive. Beautiful. That's it for this one. I love hearing from you guys. So if this one jostled you a bit, let me know. I'm up for more and more of these conversations. So keep coming back for more, okay? And on that note, thanks for being here. Meet me back here for another chat next time. And until then, stay weird, stay curious, and keep popping your corks or plugging your power leaks, whichever analogy floats your boat. And remember, episode number nine and ten, will give you a little more clarity on that last sentence. Ta for now. Well, I hope this show rocked your world a little bit. If 
you want additional resources, check out the links in the show notes or at lanesmithbrown.com. Before you go, please subscribe to this podcast. It's how we get these tools into the world. And this world needs more wild women standing in their authentic power. Do that for me, will ya? Thank you.